Hi, I'm Candice. And I'm Ray. And welcome to the Soul Sisters, Soul Sisters Podcast. We were supposed to say it together. Anyways, today's topic is toxic friendships. Okay. Um, so first we're gonna talk about ways to spot a toxic friendship. So yeah. post a little list and so come on, Ray, what you got for me? Ways to compose. Ways to spot, yes. Um, my encounters with dealing with toxic friendships is usually uh, one-sided. Um, in some cases, narcissistic, where it's all about them and they need all the attention. Um, and in my own case, standoffish, as I like to call it, ghosting. Uh, not being very empathetic or even attempting to understand. What are some of your um, attributes, I guess, of a toxic friendship? Um, so the way I identify toxic friendships are, for one, the people taking every conversation as an argument or confrontation and not yeah. on you to express yourself. Um, that person wanting you to do it their way or the highway because we're all grown and we should be able to have our own opinions and feelings and they may clash with your friends, but the basis of your friendship shouldn't be being identical. Um, mm -hmm. My toxic trait is, I wouldn't say ghosting, but I would more so say <laughs> like a halfway ghost, like I'm gonna I'm a love you from a distance so, like, I can never talk to you again in the rest of my life. But that don't mean I don't love you. That just means that I don't want to be bothered. Um, it's a protecting my energy thing, but it's also just because we want to be with I mean, in the way that you just described it and explained it, that's not really a negative trait. It sounds more like you set boundaries. And once those boundaries are crossed, then you feed them with a long handle spoon. Yeah, but it can get extreme. Oh shoot! Okay, it can get extreme. Um, what's what's no no? What's extreme? Like I can go years without talking to people and have absolutely no bother. So you hold grudges? I'm not upset. I just don't got time for that BS. I don't think I hold grudges because I think that my forgiveness ratio is ridiculously. And would it be high or low? Anyway, I don't I don't stay mad for long. Um, so yeah. So give me your experience of a toxic friendship you feel like you were in. Ooh. There was this one friend in particular. Um I was very giving mm -hmm. and I would sacrifice and just pretty much take whatever that they were willing to give to me. Um, I have been stood up and after the fact told that I was stood up for like friendship outings or whatever. Um, she would make plans with her other friends to go to Beyonce concerts and stuff. And then when one of them would bail, I would be asked to fill in because they need split cost. <laughs> My issue is not being the first choice right. for Beyonce. Right. 
So that's just, and you know, I, I dealt with that for so long and now it's kind of hard for me to maintain friendships, especially with females. Um, because I feel like it's nine times out of 10 not going to really be genuine. Like, are you, are you going to be using me to like, you know, even the score or make some type of quota? What do you mean a quota? You know, some people just have to have a certain amount of friends or whatever around them. Mm. Um, So like they want an entourage or something like that. Okay. I never looked at it. Like you, you want me to be around, but like, I don't know, maybe to make it look like you have a lot of friends. But deep make it look like you're stupid popular and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but you don't really, you don't really give a fuck. Well, that's a toxic person, and that's definitely a toxic friendship. Because, like, I think that we should bring things to our friendship, right? And be a placeholder. So I guess it's entanglement. You definitely second choice for Beyonce. Right, girl, my feelings is hurt. What's some of your ways to, um, well, I guess what's your experience? Um, I think that my experience with toxic friendship, the most memorable for me is I had a friend who kind of just always wanted me to do what she wanted me to do, when she wanted me to do it, how she wanted me to do it. She wanted a puppy. Mm, she said that she just wanted what was best for me, but it, it felt really pushy. And so when you didn't do whatever it is that that person didn't want you to do, or maybe you could be like, um, well, I don't want to do this because of X, Y, and Z. They'll say, oh, well, I know what I'm talking about and get upset with you. And it just for me, it just came to a point where it was like, we had one fight too many. I wasn't in the place to be bothered for it. And it was what it was. And then I attempted to kind of like, you know, regain the friendship. But I just felt like things were kind of shady. And you ever just felt like somebody comes around, but they're coming around to see what you're doing or to show or prove to other people that I'm still around. And it Mm -hmm. just genuine. And... That's like my word of the year is genuine. Like I just really want genuine people, genuine friendships, just like genuinity. That's not a word, but we're going to, we're going to stick with authenticity. Authenticity. Boom. That's what it is. Especially, you know, because at this point, our friends are going to be around our kids. Mm -hmm. And I just disingenuous is the word. I just don't want any disingenuous people around my kid. So, I mean, for me, it just is what it is. Um, so, how do you think you've been toxic in friendships? Oh, girl, I've been the worst. Absolute worst. For one, I'm stubborn. Mm-hmm. Very prideful. Mm-hmm. I know I can hold a grudge. Okay. Um, and when I'm just pushed to that point of no return, 
I'll be vocal. But at the end of the day, if I'm done with you, I am I'm done. Ain't no going back. And it just is what it is. Mm-hmm. That's that's me. <laughs> You know, let me see. What's my toxic trait? I think, well, you said what I told you my toxic trait wasn't toxic. So. A lot of this is just learned behavior. I'm sorry for cutting you off. A lot of it is definitely learned behavior. Because just like kids, you do what you've been taught. You do what's been okay in the past. You do what's been taken. You do what you've seen. So, like, that's why it's important to watch what you do around your children because imitation. So, I think my toxic trait is I'm opinionated AF. But, like, I've been working on my toxic trait, but I don't give opinions unless they're asked. So is it that you're opinionated or I feel very you yeah, you feel like your opinions is the God awful truth and that's that. It is what it is. You're right, they're wrong, your way, no way, that's it. I don't know if I feel like they're like boom, the God on his truth. But I feel like when I tell people things like I, for the most part, I look from a place of concern or a place of me wanting you to be happy or like I don't come to people with like spite or like I don't come to people trying to be smart and stuff like that. You know, if it's messy Monday, it's messy Monday. But if I'm like having a genuine conversation with someone and I tell them how I feel. I'm going to give a loose example. Um, one of my friends was dating this guy, and I just didn't like his vibe. And I told her. But for her, that wasn't an issue. She was just like, I respect you for telling me. So that's what I mean when I say my opinions are strong, because I just want people to be happy. And sometimes I do way too much, like, trying to make sure they're happy. Or trying to be like, hey, open your eyes, bruh. It is what it is, and you need to know it is what it is. So maybe not opinions. Maybe, like, I try to give advice. Like, the nature of me is, oh, there is kids. So unsolicited advice. Yes, exactly. (sighs) And so, of course, my unsolicited advice to my friends is based off my opinions of things that they're doing or things that I've seen and stuff like that. So unless people ask me for that advice, oh baby, I'd be quiet. Like I'd be like, mm-hmm. Because I don't wanna offend nobody because I can be offensive. So is it I think that's more of an overprotective nature. Is it not toxic, though? It's very toxic, but it's almost as if you love them so much and you want the best for them so much that you would do any and everything to try and steer them versus just letting them fall and bump their heads and get back up. 
Yeah. But that's something I've truly been working on because like I saw myself like every time I had a conversation with somebody, well, if I were you, well, this is this, well, this is this, well, I read this, well, I saw this. And it was just like, I'm not at work. It is not my job to give them advice. But if they ask for it, I'd be like, you got an hour or three. <laughs> like it just it just be that but i i guess overbearing is what we describe it as overbearing i can be overbearing when i'm trying to like point a point across to you overbearing and yeah lack of boundaries a little bit because you start to bring work yes yeah, bring work into personal relationships where you should just be listening and being that shoulder for them to cry on you automatically flip the switch and okay i'm in therapy mode let's work on a solution and how to deal with it and this is what you need to do when that's not what they need at the time yeah they don't want me to fix their life because i'm not oh i didn't say it right see boom i'm not her um so yeah and i i honestly think that we're all toxic and that we all have like our different toxic traits because as you said it comes from learned behavior so also let's talk about the different families what's toxic in my family may not be toxic in your family mm-hmm. what's toxic in your family may not be toxic in mine because we normalize different behaviors based off of who we grew up with but now i can say um for both of us to be very I guess a little more on the headstrong side with the opinions um, and a little more aggressive, which is surprising to me. But majority of people coming from African-American families have poor relationship skills and poor friendship, well, social skills all around because they were raised in that environment where you do as I say, not as I do. You do not have a voice because you're not grown. You cannot say how you feel because you're a child, you should have no feelings. And I think that passes down into adulthood where they become submissive. They don't know how to communicate. Absolutely. Yeah. You raise these children because they're not adults. Right. Don't know how to deal with their issues and don't know how to handle life because you haven't taught them. So... And then that's why, if we're being honest, let's talk about millennials and relationships. We suck. Baby. And how much of is that is because of how we were raised. Because every generation has similar traits because that generation was raised by the previous generation. So I don't want to do this because I didn't like this, but then you don't think about the things that you did normalize that weren't good. And I think that was unique about our generation is that we put so much more into mental health and so much more into trying to be whole people and peaceful people and people who bring joy, at least my circle. You know what I mean? Right. I think that all of my friends 
are really into making sure that they break generational curses. Yes. Generational curses will help break toxicity. I'm going to have to break next time. Was that the word? We're going to go with it. I'm going to start bringing a dictionary and be like, the past tense is. Girl, has Siri sitting right next to you. Hey, Siri. <laughs> hey, Siri, how I say that word? <laughs> no. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so how can we move forward, be better friends, less toxic friends? Um, I think for me, I have to get those stereotypes that I was brought up on as far as how to treat friendships. I have to unlearn that behavior. Um, because I'm still carrying those childhood traumas into my relationships today, which I'm very proud of myself. Because I was not expecting for us to be friends this long. Really? Yes. Dog, you didn't want to be my homegirl? No, it's you are <laughs> freaking phenomenal. But I just knew I was gonna I was gonna hit a point to where I was gonna be like, I right, you're doing too much. If I say something, it's gonna be a problem. Cause she a little hot head, she a little fire sign, and then we gonna have to part ways. But I do be doing a lot. I think I take well to redirection though. I think that like if you like, hey, you're doing too much, and this is why. I'd be like, you might be right, but I don't know yet. Like, let me let me think about it. Like, I'ma sleep on it, and then I'ma let you know if you was right. But I'ma let you know you was right, just not right away. Well, hey, I understand. Cause you know, whew, that's my toxic trait. I can't get nobody no instant gratification. I'd be like, <laughs> 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 they probably right, but I ain't gonna tell them no. Like, hmm, let me let me just <laughs> dip that tea. Hey, and this is throat coat. <laughs> <laughs> now that's the tea. It is made by medicinal traditionals. Um, or traditional medicinals, whichever one it is. But that's them, and it's a tea called Throat Coat, and it's amazing because it helps with your vocal cords, and, you know. Hmm. 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 Let me see if I can find me some. I drink tea every day. And then tea every day is supposed to help with your immune system. Hot tea. Mm-hmm. Not cold tea. It is. Look at you. Right. Did you really just okay? Yeah, I said what I said. I didn't, you know. Once I said it, I was like, "Hmm, we gonna post this," but you know, we we're, we're gonna move on. So, in what ways do you think you would be, you know, supportive um, and, and refrain as far as your friendships? What ways can I be a better friend? 
I think that I can be a better friend by allowing my friends to have instant gratification because that's really trash. Like, I don't be wanting people to know that, like, yeah, you're right. Um, so maybe... I do that, too, though. So, not that I don't, like, take y'all's opinions and appreciate them, but... I think in some cases I can be more empathetic for sure. Cause sometimes I hear stuff. It just depends on the day. Like if I had a hard day at work, sometimes I can hear stuff and be like moving on. And I also have this tendency to like, when I'm not there, I have my phone on do not disturb. And I think that it leaves my friends hanging sometimes. So like, I don't want to say, cause it, it's a boundary thing. But then also it's a, I'll be like, mm, don't want to hear those problems today. Let me not answer. Um, but that can be understood. I mean, instead of just you, being honest with your friend and saying, okay. I didn't have a good day. Can we talk about something else? I will just avoid. And I don't think any of my friends would be like, Oh, well, I don't care you had a bad day. I want to tell you something anyway. Like, I, I don't think anyone would do that. But I'm not as vocal about it because it's probably like the strong woman thing. I don't want people to know that I'm not superwoman. That's my toxic trait. Are you afraid of being vulnerable? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How are you going to break that? Break that cycle. Um, I've been trying to be more open and honest about things to my friends, especially like mood wise, because like, so postpartum depression, I didn't want like anybody to know that like, sometimes I was really sad and like nothing would be wrong. Nia would be great. And I would just be sitting there like, this is so ghetto. Like. But, you know, I think that I have friends who know me well enough to know when things are wrong because, like, people stepped in when they didn't have to to kind of, like, make sure that I was talking to them and stuff like that, especially because we don't live close to, like, our family and friends right now. So... I think that I have a really good support system and I can lean on them better in order to be a better friend because neglecting myself doesn't help me be with them. And then I can't preach about transparency if I'm afraid to be vulnerable. So it's hypocritical AF. Um, So I've been working on it, you know, First step, telling the world that I was like a little postpartum, but you just just a little bit because I was a hell of a lot. Were you? I mean, so like, I don't think that I ever reached like I never reached like lifetime movie levels postpartum. Um, but postpartum is postpartum. So look, I had postpartum depression. Hello, my name is Candace, and I had postpartum depression. And my name is Ray. I also had postpartum depression. And that's another <laughs> story. 
today because let's talk about the <laughs> most people do nobody right. and you know it lasts longer than them little two three months y'all think it lasts because baby <laughs> there are days when I know me and Daisy and sat back and himself. Yeah, me and Daisy and sat back and we didn't cry together. Girl. Just I don't know why you're crying. Like Moses. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I'm just like, but that's why I think support systems are super important though. Because I know that if like it ever got that bad, I could call somebody and be like, please help me. That's it. So, um, do we have closing words? Mm. Follow us on Instagram, Soul Sisters Podcast LLC. Follow us on Facebook. Same tag. Yes, the YouTube channel is coming. Be patient with me. And the website is loading. Soul2sisters.com. So Ray is our tech person and she's super great, but I don't know anything about tech stuff. So like please be patient because she a one woman team. Because I'd be like But you're marketing, yeah, but you're marketing in PR, so that's what I suck at. Cause mm mm. Not a people's person. And look, when y'all come to the website, it brings me so much joy because we have this cute little app and it tells me when y'all come. And every time I get a bling, I'd be like, <laughs> somebody else that visited the website. So I'm just saying, if, if y'all want to see me smile and bring joy to the world, aka you, visit the website. Oh, merchandise is coming. Com. It is coming soon. You know, our logo is so fi. It's so like, dope. But we're dope. It's hard for people to recreate. That's all I'm saying. Like, because the logo is so fi. So y'all work with us because we working with y'all. I'm going to be the catchphrase queen. You are, girl. Okay. So thank you for watching and supporting future support, past support, today, tomorrow, next week, you know, we appreciate y'all. And that's done on that. We out. Out.